0: Good morning and welcome to O Readers Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Wednesday, November 1st, 2017. Today we are reading from the big book. We're in the preface on page Roman numeral XI, paragraph, the third paragraph. Today's readers are The Twelve Steps, Tenzin P, The Twelve Traditions, Susan O, and reading the text are Rachel W., Tina S., and Lisa B. The reference numbers for Tuesday, October 31, are 10607 and 10608. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We're self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting,
1: Uh, Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. One,
2: we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked Him to remove our shortcomings. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a
1: spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overreaders and to practice these principles in all our
0: affairs. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tenzin. I will now ask Susan O. to read the Twelve Traditions.
1: Um, good morning, Mrs. Susan, Recovered Not Cured in Connecticut, the Twelve Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first, personal inventory depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants, they do not govern. Three. ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service.
2: Thank you, Susan.
0: How our meeting works? Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topics. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Bid Book on page Roman numeral XI 11, paragraph 3. And we will be reading those four paragraphs to the end of the preface and commenting on all four paragraphs. And I will ask Rachel W. to begin reading.
3: Good morning, and thank you so much for your service. This is Rachel W., Recovered Compulsive, a reader calling from New York. The second edition added the appendices, the 12 traditions, and the directions for getting in touch with AA, but the chief change was in the second section of personal stories, which was expanded to reflect the fellowship's growth. Bill's story, Dr. Bob's Nightmare, and one other personal history from the first edition were retained intact. Three were edited, and one of these was retitled. New versions of two stories were written with new titles. Thirty completely new stories were added, and the story section was divided into three parts under the same headings that are used now. In the third edition, part one, Pioneers of AA, was left unchanged. Nine of the stories in part two, They Stopped in Time, were carried over from the second edition eight new stories were added. In part three, they lost nearly all. Eight stories were retained, five new ones were added. This fourth edition includes the 12 concepts to world service and revises the three sections of personal stories as follows. One new story has been added to part one and two that originally appeared in part three have been repositioned there. Six stories have been deleted. Six of the stories in part two have been carried over. 11 new ones have been added and 11 taken out. Part three now includes 12 new stories, eight were removed in addition to the two that were transferred to part one. All changes made over the years in the big book, AA members' fond nickname for this volume, have had the same purpose to represent the current membership of Alcoholics Anonymous more accurately and thereby to reach more alcoholics. If you have a drinking problem, we hope that you may pause in reading one of the 42 personal stories and think, yes, that happened to me, or more important, Yes, I felt like that, or most important, yes, I believe this program can work for me, too. So, uh, again, I'm Rachel W., and, um, you know, to an outsider reading this, I'm sure they would find it quite boring. <laughs> but for me, uh, I think I- I'm incredibly inspired, and I think this is the most inspiring preface because um, it's reassuring me that my story matters, and... Um, you know, it's like I I realize like you're telling me that all those dark moments, you know, those binges with the Costco cookies. I was 265 pounds, binging on video, binging on emotion. You know, the the food is just a symptom. You know, but buying bulk chocolate chip cookies for my family, one for them and one for me. You know, and and um and doing other crazy food behaviors that I really was not even proud of, and I never even imagined that one day I would even telling you. I ate chocolate chip cookies from Costco. I, I, you know, all these dark, 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 dark moments. When I lean into the steps and in leaning into this fellowship, I become transformed. And suddenly, all of those dark moments become useful. They become transformed, and it gives purpose and meaning to the entire experience. And for me, there's also a a, a little hidden gem over here where it says that um, you know, why are we changing these personal stories? It says to reflect the fellowship's growth. You know, that's, that's why I have my story. The reason I have my story is because I leaned into this fellowship. I trusted you. I saw the light in your eyes. I saw not only that you had lost weight, but I saw you transformed. I saw something happen. Something was different. Not just that you were no longer binging, but something else. The change had been affected. And, and it's, it's really, you know, coming into the place of recognizing acknowledging that, you know the only way I can become useful. The only way that those you know dark moments can be useful is if I lean into the fellowship, if I lean into the to the steps and um and you know for me, that's the greatest message of all and I'm thinking also about the stories that were deleted. Well, what about those? Well, you know what? Some stories, I think. I think all of our stories matter, and some stories are, maybe they mattered for at one point, and or they they were heard on one level at one point, and then used in a different way, or you know the way they repositioned the stories because they wanted the the most effect, you know, the most outreach. They wanted to to reach the most people by rearranging all the stories. So if if you're out there and you're listening to this meeting as I once did, I once listened to this meeting with donut crumbs on my chin, you know, in a relapse thinking, wow, you know, they all sound really good, but it's not for me. (laughs) You know, if you're out there and you binge last night or if you're binging right now, I want to tell you every bite of your binge matters. And what we do is we lean into this fellowship. We find our higher power, recreate uh you know for me i'll speak for myself i recreated a a new relationship i I understood i was i wasn't i'm not god and uh, but there is one there is something else out there and i leaned into that steps leaning into this fellowship brought me to the other side where my story could actually be useful so thank you for allowing
0: me to share and i pass thank you rachel okay who would like to share on these four paragraphs in the preface this is uh larry k Jackie B, R. Larry K, Matt M, Nessa R, Jackie B. I got you, Jackie. Okay. Harlan okay, G.
2: Else?
0: Harlan G. Okay, that's great. Um so we have Jackie B, Larry K, Matt M, Nessa R and Harlan G. So please,
4: Jackie. Okay hi I'm Jackie B from the Bronx can I be heard yes hi okay thank you everyone for your service and for being at this meeting this morning um, I you know it's funny I, I love the the she was right on the money when it says I used to think that these prefaces were boring you know why should we listen to these things but you know what I had a new appreciation this morning For the fact that it's true, people change, stories change. The basic premise and and heart of the steps are still the same. That has not changed. But life changes. People change. I change. I mean, I've been in this program 25 years, and I hear the big book today in a new pair of eyes and ears. Um, And the only thing I can give is my experience, strength, and hope um, that this program works even when you know things annoy me in the morning and i got to do a 10 step and when when um people i feel like people don't listen to me or or you know i've got issues it's okay i can have issues today and tell you that i'm still eating my abstinent food i still got to this meeting on time i still am a compulsive overeater in recovery today that is the miracle of this program that, you know what, God willing, the next 25 years, I'll still be telling you the same thing and still being grateful for this program, this fellowship, and that I can be human and that I have a guidebook that will tell me that, you know what, no matter how the era and our world changes around us, I still see my higher power working in each and every one of us. So with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Jackie. Okay, Larry Kay, it's your turn, followed by Matt M.
5: Good morning, Katie. Uh, thanks for your service. Uh, this is Larry i I'm a recovered compulsive reader from Chicago. The, um, you know, I want to focus in on, on on what we're reading here, which is you know I'll, I'll zero in on. But the chief change was in the selection of the personal stories, which was expanded to reflect the fellowship's growth. You know, see the. I needed to identify in, and the stories helped me to identify in. They did back then. They still do today, rather than identify out. Um, And the one one consistent thing I see is that, that, you know, just about all these people, you know, just like us, they got here on a losing streak of some kind. To one extent or another, they got here on a losing streak. And through this program of action that we study, the instructions in the text, they... uh, they were restored to sanity. So there was a, a process of they got here defeated. I don't care if they were vomiting and 90 pounds or they were 700 pounds, um, if they were uh, gutter drunks or, uh, you know, or some other type of drunk. If they had the twofold nature of this illness, you know, the reality is they went through a process of a God-centered ego transformation you know, rocketed by the, you know, the working of these steps, brought forth through the actions embedded in these steps. And, you know, by the grace of their creator, they're no longer, people like us, we're no longer binging, stealing, purging, yelling, lying, fighting, all the ings, right? Hiding, manipulating, hating, on and on, Right. That's what this process has done for them through these stories I had to identify in,
6: and in alignment
5: with the God of their understanding, they're capable of loving and tolerating with courage, gratitude, serving others, quite a deal you know and and while me you know you know I thought perhaps you did too of high intellect, right, I thought so, and I thought my problem was poor. Uh, genetic predispositions and piles of pizza that was my problem and poor parenting and it was never any of those it was merely a disconnect from my higher power born of my own free will I wanted to be the director of my destiny rather than simply a follower of the true author which was always my higher power so I need to identify with these stories and with that I'll pass thanks
0: Thank you so much, Larry. Okay, Matt M., you're up, followed by Nessa R.
7: Can you hear me, Katie? I can. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Good morning, everyone. This is Matt M., a flower eater from New Jersey. It's amazing how free-forward thinking the people who wrote the big regard, because look how much different that change has happened to the stories over the years. They change. They, They even reflect myself myself being a gay man, there's a story called rope that they added recently for the fourth edition, which gives me some perspective I was able to identify in, which I need, because sometimes the language in the big book, the first hundred six, four pages, can be a little bit antiquated for me, a little, a little dusty, and uh, I, I'm really seeing the big book with new eyes now, all the new different things I'm learning from reading the preface and the forwards and um, about his opinion, et cetera. And um so it's amazing the appendices that they added from the day, so the traditions they added, they added the religious view, the medical view, it's great. And uh con- how to contact AA was also added, which was which was really cool. You if you want to get some more helpful, get a sponsor or find out about these, you could do that. And I'm glad they added Dr. Bob's nightmare in the first edition because you need to know his story. He's the other medic- he's the other founder of of AA and the gear story, is amazing, too. It's a really great story if you want to read it. I'd recommend it. And uh, I'm glad they had the, the partners of AA stayed mostly left unchanged. And they added a couple more news stories to it. And um, I'm, I'm really glad they added the 12 concepts for World Service because service is service actually helps you with your program. It helps me to stay clean, and it gives me a purpose, a sense of belonging that can be helpful to others even though I'm not recovered yet and it's amazing all the changes made over the years you know um it does represent the current membership of AA and and la as well it it definitely helps me to understand and identify in and with that i'll pass
0: thank you matt okay nessa r you're up followed by harlan g
8: good morning vision for you my name is nessa r and i am a recovered compulsive overeater in toronto canada Um, I love the preface and the forewords. Um, I I read them with my sponsees as well. Uh, And there's a simple reason because as a newcomer, I came into the rooms beaten, discouraged, hopeless, you know, knowing, knowing that nothing had worked for me, nothing had helped me. And I must be honest, I have to admit, that I didn't think this would work for me either. You know, I... I, um, I just I I lost all hope. Uh, I came in because I had no no other ideas. And um, you know when I read the preface um, and the forewords, it tells me um, that this program works because it tells me that. Um, number one, this is a basic text. It has never been changed. Something that doesn't work, it's changed. You know, like we see in the market, numerous products new and improved and all that. So this has never been renewed nor improved because it works just fine the way it is. Then it's the growth. You know, they tell me that, you know, in the preface that we just read, um, the growth of the fellowship. And that's why, you know, the, the stories have been expanded, have been changed, some added, some deleted. Um it tells me how how many printings there' have been of the big book in how many languages in how many countries and it keeps growing and the membership numbers keep growing and growing and growing something that doesn 't work doesn 't grow you know like the the fat diets you know like they come and go, and you know a few years a few years later, even some months later, nobody knows what they are you know books that sold by the by the millions and bestsellers in the, in the uh, New York Times uh, book list, where are they now? Nobody knows about them. They're not even in libraries anymore. But this book endures. And so these tell me this works, as a, and, and as, a, as a newcomer, this fills me with hope. And this is what I find in the preface and the forewords, and I pass. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Okay, Harlan, it's
9: your turn. Thank you, Katie, and Katie, thank you for your service this morning for making this magnificent meeting possible, and I also want to thank the rest of Team Wednesday as well. I'm Harlan G. and I am a recovered, compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. We've been talking about the stories and how they've been changed, and that's great, and I love that too, but I want to leave that to the side for a minute because Bill Wilson had a sudden and spectacular spiritual experience in December of 1934 in his room at the town's hospital, and he said all of his life he felt the white light coming into the room, and it filled the room, and he felt the presence of God, and he never drank again. And I love that story, and I'm certainly grateful every day of my life that he had it. build my hero. But for most people, like me, God comes to us very slowly. God comes to us through hard work. God did not show himself to me in the form of a burning bush. He showed himself to me gradually over time. On page 567 of the fourth edition of the Big Book of Alcoholics and Nonsense, and in every printing since the second printing of the first edition, We have the appendix that we're going to be reading, not now, but we're going to be reading it soon, in the next few months, Spiritual Experience, in which they explain, because they were inundated with questions like I just posed, what is the difference between the spiritual experience you're describing and the lack of that which I'm having? What am I doing wrong? And they wrote Appendix 2, Spiritual Experience, to explain That for some people, this God consciousness will come over time through hard work. And whether you have a spiritual awakening or a spiritual experience, you are fine. And they also changed the wording of the 12th step. It used to read having had a spiritual experience. Now it reads having had a spiritual awakening. But also, and I don't have a lot of time left here, On page 570 and 569 of the fourth edition, you have Dr. Tebow, who wrote the paper in 1949, where the American Psychiatric Association, American Medical Association, accepted alcoholism as an illness, which was a huge breakthrough, which Silkworth said, okay, now you can put my name in the book, and they did in 1950. He died, Silkworth died in 51, but he remains our great medical benefactor. But on page 570, very quickly, Al- ba- Dr. Bauer, Alcoholics Anonymous are no crusader, not a temperance society. We know that they, mu- they know they must never drink. They help others with similar problems. In this atmosphere, the alcoholic often overcomes his excessive concentration upon himself. That's one of the keys to our program. Learning to depend upon a higher power and absorb himself in his work with other alcoholics he remains sober day by day. The days add up into weeks, the weeks into months and years. This is critical information with that I'll pass. Thank you, Katie.
0: Thank you, Harlan. Okay, if you just joined us, we're reading the preface. We started on page 11, um, XI, and read through, um, but starting at the second edition, reading through the end of the preface. Who else would like to share? B. Lisa B. Lisa B.
2: One to unmute. Marta? Yes. Okay. Melissa
10: Sigrid.
0: Who wishes to see? Sigrid F. Rob G. Sigrid F. Okay. Who Sarah are you? G Rob? Is that a Sarah Rob G. And Sarah G. Okay, Um, I thought I heard a Rob, so let's go with Lisa B, Marta, Melissa C, Sigrid F, I think Rob, and Sarah G. Go ahead, please, Lisa B. Good morning, Katie. Um, Good morning, everyone. My name is Lisa B. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. And, um, you know, what jumps out for me in this reading is the instructions that Bill, is the suggestions that Bill is suggesting. You know, he says that um, we hope that you may pause in reading one of the 42 personal stories. And he's, he's giving me an idea of how to identify in. Yes, you know, that happened to me. Or more important, I have felt that way. And, you know, that says to me, getting out of my head, going into my heart. Um, that's been so vital for me. And then I like where he says are most important. Yes, I believe that this program can work for me too. So what that speaks to me is that my illness loves me to stay in negativity, despair, and hopelessness, hopelessness. It wants me to stay stuck, and it wants me to stay um, in a quagmire of even in, uh, I was going to almost use the word neutrality, (laughs) but neutrality is in one of our promises. Um, thinking that this is not such a big deal, like what I'm doing is okay, I'm not that bad. And that is such a deadly place for me. Um, I'm so grateful that through this work and through my step one experience and even my step zero experience, I began to get a sense of urgency that that this is not going anywhere. This is only going to get worse. And um, I love the stories. There's one story that, that really spoke to me, the keys of the kingdom And they talk about how her self-pity, her smoldering self-pity, became a a fair-sized bonfire. I really identify in with that. There's so many things in the stories that I love. When I can't sleep at night, a lot of times I'll read a story. I'll ask my higher power, show me a story to read. And, you know, the whole thing with the stories is it's all about their spiritual experience and how it came about. That's the whole purpose of this book, is to get that vital spiritual experience. It needs to be a dramatic revolutionary experience. It can't just be a subtle, subtle experience. It can be slow over time, but it needs to be dramatic enough, you know. And that's what I found with me going through the steps in this big book way of doing it has been so powerful for me. But I love how he's telling me to get out of my head, go into my feelings, but also more important, have belief, have faith. And just like what we talked about yesterday, you know, there is hope. Every time a meeting comes together, there's hope for me because I see step two happening, that you guys are being restored to sanity. And then I believe, yes, this can happen for me too if I'm willing to do what those who have gone before me, like these people have done, and do the same thing. With that, I pass. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, um, Marta, you're up, followed by Melissa
11: C. Hi, thank you. This is Marta, a celebrity eater, and I like that it talks about expanding the stories to reflect the membership. My hope is that there are more people of color um, introduced into the program. I know myself, um, actually, this past Friday, there was a Halloween event at a face-to-face meeting, and there was actually a racial incident, and... um, and so I worked with my higher powers, so for now I'm going to do mostly phone meetings with one face-to-face meeting, but I'm just not feeling safe at the face-to-face meetings anymore. And, and so I'm kind of shaken to my core, um, because you think that the rooms are the safe place to be. So, um, you know, I'm not a victim. I spoke up, and unfortunately things were not handled Um but it's just a matter of, you know, what this membership looks like. And hopefully um, the stories will reflect more of that as the membership perhaps grows to be more inclusive. Um, That's my hope. Um, And, you know, in the meantime, I'm just grateful for phone meetings. So with that, I pass.
0: Well, thank you, Marta. And Melissa C., you're up, followed by Sigrid F.
10: Hi. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, everyone. It's Melissa C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in New York. And, um, you know, what I hear here is um, it's really explicit uh, directions for how to um, tell my story, you know, that, that there's a purpose. It's not just, um, you know, It's not just like a drunk log It's not just like, let me share all my really disgusting binge stories with you, um, and we can kind of laugh about it. It's, um, you know, it's so that, yeah, this happens. (laughs) This is how I felt, and there's hope. You know, and and that's really, I think, our purpose. um, I know for me, like my, my purpose, when I call in and share something on the meeting, I'm a recovered person person, um, I can talk from those three, you know, those three points. These things happened. You know, this is how I felt. And, yeah, there's hope. You know, Um, and so, like, I tell my story today, and, you know, it's like, where here's Halloween, right? It's the day after Halloween, when we're reading, like, the process, and for me, like, the process, you know, the beginning. For me, every Halloween was the beginning of my incredible binge, you know, like, I could somehow muscle up, you know, uh, determination and grit to keep away from the food until it was, like, candy central, and That's my crack cocaine all around me. I had no ability
6: to not eat it.
10: And once I ate that, it was, you know, hey, Thanksgiving and then Christmas and, you know, and my birthday and New Year's and, you know, and so, um, yeah, why do I even bother saying that this morning? Because chances are if you're calling in, that happened to you, you know, and then I could say, yeah, how did I feel? I felt hopeless, miserable sick, you know, um, like a prisoner, and guess what, there's hope, you know, on the cusp of, a, of the Thanksgiving, you know, today is the day after Halloween, I, candy doesn't even exist in my, you know, wildest thoughts anymore, and it's all around me, and I don't care, you know, so that's our purpose, we share our story, um, this is how, what happened, this is how I felt, and um,
2: there's hope, thank you, with that I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Melissa. Okay, Sigrid F., you're up, followed by Rob. Good morning, everybody. Sigrid F., Recovered, Definitely
12: Not Cured, here in South Florida, and I really enjoy listening to people who, it feels like, understand poetry when they read these words, Um, and then, come back with some just amazing insights. So I'm going to be a little bit more obvious, which is how my brain works and focus on the last few lines of the last paragraph. Um, And the word that jumps out at me is pause. I, I have to find God in the pause and whether it's through the stories or through any other words in this book, You know, yes, that happened to me, or more important, I've felt like that, or most important, yes, I believe this program can work for me too. hope, having hope that I will continue one day at a time to follow the program and to shoulder to shoulder with all of you one day at a time, continue to be recovered. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Thank you so much, um, Prigrid. Okay, I think I heard a Rob. I don't know the initial of your last name. Is there a Rob who'd like to share? Okay, I must have been hearing things. Okay, Sarah, Rob G., are you there, Star One? Hello. Oh, good. There you are, Rob G. Okay.
6: Hi, Rob G., Compulsive Eater in Chicago. Um, yeah. I, I like this preface, uh, this little selection here. I had notes on it from at some point when I read it before, and it, I identify with those notes still. Uh, I just wrote clarity, intention, and animal farm, you know, and what I like about it is the the clarity, you know, is they really break down, hey, th- we've changed it, and this is exactly how we change things. Yeah, we moved this here. We got rid of this. We got rid of this. Uh, for me, that that lays out clarity, and I and I immediately thought of the book Animal Farm, where if you're familiar with the book, um, things changed overnight. You would just wake up in the morning, and, and things would be different. And um, you know, I I've experienced that in my life, and it never really helped my life when I would wake up and you know one day, and it's like, all right, now we're doing this, or now it's this, or here's the new rules. You know, this paragraph here where they're like, hey, this is what happened. We moved this around and did this, you know, um, resonates with me. And then the intention at the end where it's just like, hey, you know, we're sharing this stuff with the intention that, hey, maybe you'll think this is for you. You know, it it, it kind of gives like a source of like why it, it's not like sideshow carnality to kind of, you know, tell these stories. It's like these stories are being shared with the intention you know that I may identify which I did you know I'd spent my life being told you gotta you gotta you 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 this you that you this you that you should you this and this program was one of was one of the first programs where it was like people weren't telling me you 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 and you should you should from a pulpit or a podium or whatever but rather saying this happened to me I did this I did that I got through it here's how I did it that carries tremendous weight and depth with me, you know, and having clarity about it carries tremendous weight and depth with me that I'm very grateful for that really saved my life. And I couldn't say, uh, if, if this, these elements were not here, I don't know if I would have bought it. It just would have been another, you know, self-help book, you know, if not for testimony where people are saying I did this, this happened to me and that really resonates with me and I'm grateful, uh, have a chance to share that. So, thanks for listening. I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Rob. Okay, Sarah
2: G, it's your turn. Sarah, unmute, please. Okay. This is Sarah G uh,
13: from Nashville, Tennessee. Recovered, not cured. Um, uh, compulsive overeater, anorexic, and bulimic. And um, what I wanted to say is pretty much what others have said. um to some extent but I love the um the last I think it's the last sentence if you have a drinking problem we hope that you may pause and reading one of the 42 personal stories and think yes that happened to me or more important yes I felt like that or most important yes I believe this program can work for me too so being bulimic that was my main way of acting out with food being bulimic I didn't think anybody else was like that. I thought this was my deep, my, my personal deep, dark secret. And uh, when I came in the very first time, I came with a friend, and it was a speaker meeting, and someone was telling their story. And they happened to be bulimic. And I just really recognized myself in that story. I thought, I am not alone in this. Um, which I, I always thought before I was I was alone, and that that someone else has done this or felt this or um, been through this like I have. Uh, the stories were really important to me to start out with, um, and I love the way the big book has trans transpired over time. Uh, first of all, the stories of the uh, you know the early. Um, pioneers and then uh as as we go through they get um they get more and more current and in the fourth edition there are a lot more young uh young people story stories in there and I love that I love that that um and and then of course the um the stories that come out of Obreaders anonymous are very helpful as well um but we're talking about the big book um, I also uh, do believe that, um, you know, however that came about, and I guess the original big book did not have many stories. It was mainly the text part. But however that came about, they must have thought that there was something important in the storytelling. And for me, it was very important. It helped me to come out of my uh, crazy self. And, and with that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you so much, Sarah. Who else would like to share um, on this section in the preface? Charles H. Charles H.
14: Hi, this is Zakia from Long Island, New York.
0: Okay, Zakia, and what's your the initial of your last name?
14: Zakia J.
0: J. Okay, great. Anyone oh. else? Okay, I'll take a turn. Leia M. And Leia M. Okay. Go ahead please, Charles H followed by Zitkia J.
15: Thank you very much, Katie G for Katie S for your service. Excuse me, Charles H recovered composer over here. You know, just like I just had a thought, like if if you desperate, Boo Boo Kitty could sponsor you and you will recover. Um, I just wanted to say that, and you know, as, as as part of the the reading this morning, they were saying they took out this, put in that. Yeah, that, that's that's some good surgery there. And that 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 was necessary. Whatever they did, it's still working, and I'm so grateful for it. Um, yeah, you know, uh, th- this whole big book is about helping somebody else. You know, everywhere you can go, anywhere in the book. You know, and, and and I like what it says. I believe it's on page twenty-eight or twenty-nine, and there's a solution. Um, the story section tells how each teller found found their higher power. You know, it tells you about you. You, you need some disaster. You need some. You know, because that's part. Of, that's that's what it was like. What happened? Well, they they got a spiritual awakening. And, and what it's like now? They're carrying this message in this book. So they had to, I guess they had to change it up for the times. Thank God they didn't change the basic text, right? And just a side note to to, to, to people, um, you, you, you are recovered. You don't got to say you're not cured because we, we have that information on page 85. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
2: Okay,
0: thank you, Charles. Zakiya
14: J, it's your turn. Hi, this is Zakiya. Hi, this is Zakiya. Thank you so much for your service. I love how they talk about um, the membership begin to change and, you know, Delete a couple of stories, rename them, and brought in new stories to reflect the fellowship. I remember hearing at an AA convention said, you know, um, don't dismiss these newcomers because these newcomers, oh, God, ooh, I could feel it. These newcomers coming in now have experiences. That you may never have to experience. So it's beautiful to hear. Make room for new people, um, so that they can find their higher power. And and you know, oh my God, through these beautiful twelve steps, I re- I remember that. So it's so beautiful that the book, this book, you know, um, constantly uh, is edited, so it adds other new stories, not the first part stories. So also it makes room like for people like me, you know, so so I can, you know, study these steps as I've been doing for a long time and even get a closer connection, a closer personal relationship with the God of my understanding. Thank you so much for allowing me to share, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Zakia. Okay, Leah, um, you're up.
16: Thank you, Katie. Yes, that happened to me, or more important. Yes, I felt like that, or most important. Yes, I believe this program can work for me, too. I mean, essentially, the big book was written, you know, as a 12-step call to reach and teach uh, alcoholics, uh, you know, throughout – the you know the nation and then and then the world and uh and it's and it's done just that it represents you know the collected voice, heart, and conscience of those in whom the problem had been solved. And it's not a book of theory or uh, personal philosophy or personal opinion. Uh, and it's certainly not a juicy novel you know, that you can find in your local Barnes & Noble. These are stories um, that have been collected about people who pressed into the same 12-step process and were put back together the way God intended them to be. And uh, it is a message of hope and possibility, and, you know, it – it is attractive. It's one way that attracts the still-suffering, you know, alcoholic and compulsive overeater. And now we have live meetings, of course, uh, that attract the still-suffering, alcoholic and compulsive overeater, again, all based on the same solution, that you can come in broken. You can come in, um, you know, after uh, the disease has crushed you to the point of, of surrender and And these 12 steps, no matter where, there's no borders in in AA. There's no borders in Overeaters Anonymous. The spiritual chain reaction that grew um, from Abby and Bill to Dr. Bob has now stretched to countless alcoholics in cultures as diverse as imaginable, and that's certainly true uh, now in Overeaters Anonymous and certainly represented here on the line such as this, you know, where I can sponsor. Someone from Greece, Australia, and Israel on the same day I mean that is a remarkable representation of the attraction, no matter where we come from, whether we 're young whether we 're old whether we 're white whether we 're black wherever whatever our economic status our religion uh, you know education etc this program works there's no uh you know special uh, credentials that we have here we haven't been appointed we are we are uh compulsive overeaters who followed the instructions that are that's written in this text and we have been put back together and we are now happy uh with being abstinent and we are usefully whole and if that can happen to me it can happen to you thanks i pass
0: Thank you, Leah. I'll take a turn here. My name is Katie F. I'm a Recovered Compulsive Overeater. And, yes, I I like this last line, too. Yes, I believe this program can work for me, too. And I came into OA the very first time when I was 14 years old in 1975, and um, it seemed like the most ridiculous thing in the world, so I left um, to do my own research and development out there. And I came back when I was 21, and I did not hear a message that um, carried the depth and weight that I could believe in. I kept trying to make it work, but it took six more years of research and relapse in these rooms before I found a program that had depth and weight that um, I could, could um, really see that it could work for me. Um, and, you know, I've never had to look back. I've never had to look back since that moment when I said, okay, instead of yes, but, um, and I said, okay, I'll do, you know, I'll do whatever you tell me to do and I'll read this book, um, that, you know, I thought I knew all about it. I had practically memorized, you know, chapter five, the, how it works reading. And, you know, I just thought, um, that I was too far gone. And yet I saw a glimmer of hope in the people that I met. Um, and then, I started to believe that it could work for me too.
15: Um,
0: But I had to be badly mangled before I could um, get there because prior to that, I always had an excuse and I always had a reason why I couldn't quite do what you were doing. You know, it just wasn't going to fit into my schedule. And, you know, I had to be badly beaten to the point where I thought my way is not working And I do believe that something else can work for me. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, I stuck around for the miracle that we have no requirements in these rooms that if you don't get it, you know, then um, we refund your misery and you can't come back. Um, You know, we can always come back. You can always start over and it's a new day. And I'm just so grateful that um, we studied this book. That gives me direction for my life, whatever's going on. And with that, I'll pass. And we have time for two more people who would like to share. Roz G. Roz G. And someone H. Uh, Ruth. And Ruth H. Okay. Roz, I think you said G. I didn't. G.
17: Yes. Roz Godan. Good morning. My name is Roz Godan, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. And, um, in my early days of program uh before I knew too much about the big book, I came into o a uh because I wanted to lose weight and I was miserable blah 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 didn't know that I needed to have a spiritual experience i didn't need i didn't know that uh I had to take some steps that you know and that were gonna um uh, cure me i mean inside and out uh, my the words aren't coming to me, but the step work. And um, the, very, um, the very first sponsor, I said, Well, read, she said to me, read two pig book, two stories, four in the morning for me here, read two pages of the big book a day. And uh, I did that. It meant nothing to me. So uh, I started to thumb through the stories in the back. And those stories were comforting, they were funny, uh, they were heartfelt. And I ha I'm gr- very grateful that um at least I had the stories to read and that at least I had some identification somewhere. Um I'm very glad that you know, later on um one of the you know, that I got into the primary purpose group which we really studied the book and I started to understand and even though I had some relapses um here and there, um I finally got it. Um and so I just wanted to say that yes, it worked for me. It's nice to wake up uh, the morning after Halloween, um, not hung over, not hung over from candy, and that I was able to pass out candy, take candy to my classroom, not want it at all, and wake. And it worked for me. I'm I, I'm I'm awake. I don't feel like crap from eating too much candy. And I'll just end with kind of this cute, this little like poetic poetic thought that I have is that for Halloween we get a pumpkin and I'm like that pumpkin and I I I cut it open and I get all the gross stuff you know that's all that yucky stuff that's inside the the pumpkin and I take it out and that's what God did to me He took all the yucky stuff and He took it out and He and then in a pumpkin I put a light inside of it and it I, I, it, it shines bright, and God put the light of of God, I have the light of God inside of me, the sunshine of the spirit, and I hopefully radiate kindness, joy, happiness, peace, a normal-sized body, and I can share it with others. And uh, I'm grateful for that. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Rob G. Okay, Ruth H., you have two minutes.
18: Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Sorry, it took me a minute to unmute there. Um, I know that's all that I need. Um, Again, this is Ruth H., so gratefully recovered in Connecticut. You know, what spoke to me, I I love that last sentence that so many have eloquently um, commented on, but I also have to comment on um, the, the beginning sentence of that paragraph. Because when I came into the room, everyone kept trying to hand me this little blue book. Um, they were calling it the big book. I saw it titled Alcoholics Anonymous, and I knew I didn't have a problem with alcohol. Um, I only wanted food. You know, alcohol had, had no hold over me. And um, I, I liked how it, it, it um, states in that first sentence that the big book became the fond nickname of this volume for, from AA members. And I was just curious when and where that nickname came about, but it's become to me such, have such significance for me, um, because it is, even though it's a tiny little book, it has such a big meaning in my life, and it's connected me with a God that is bigger than I could have ever understood. Um, I'm heading off shortly to Mass. It's the Holy Day of Obligation for my faith. And that God is so big that he's, he's reunited me in my church as well. And he's, he understands and um, accepts and forgives my shortcomings. Um, It's been a a little bit trying of a week with more 10 steps than i like to admit to. Um, But even in my selfishness, even in my dishonesty, um, my God forgives all and continues to bless me with abstinence one day at a time. And um, I'm just so grateful um, that, that this program and all of you have helped me reconnect to him. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Ruth. And thank you to everyone who has shared this morning. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, November 1st, 2017 is 10610. That's 10610. We will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164 followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Tina S. please read A Vision for You, our book is meant to be suggestive only.
17: Thanks, Katie. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater and Rexic in Florida. Great meeting. Thanks. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly listen to The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got.